0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode four already of the TMH podcast. Yes, Zach. How you doing?
1: I'm really well, thanks. bit tired, but um, yeah,
0: good. It's been a busy week. Very busy. Um, but, but even though are at the, sorry, busy week last week. Yeah. But yeah, if you're watching this for, or listening to this for the first time, my name is Zach Sylvester. I'm joined by my dad, Stephen, and uh, we're ready to kick it off with a great episode today. I'm really looking forward to getting into this one, because as you said, it's been a busy week. Have, yeah, very have, haven't been able to sit down and do this last week. You've been away. Uh, so given that and that you're off again this week, I wanted to make this as meaningful and as impactful as possible. Yeah, brilliant. So I've decided what to go ahead me? with what the theme. What have you got for me then? <laughs> it's one that you love. It's, um, yeah. it's about choice. Oh, yeah. So the decisions and the choices that we have as human beings. And I thought there is no other way, in my opinion, to kick things off than the great Viktor Frankl. Yeah. Okay. um so i want to read a quote out to start this podcast episode but before i do there will be people that will be unfamiliar with who he is and so i'll just give a bit of a context a bit of an overview as to who victor Frankl is um and he's a basically an auschwitz survivor um and psycho ex-psychiatrist before that going into um that period of his life and he wrote a book called man search for meaning which you can pick up and, and and we're about to discuss that after i read this quote but it's important to set the context because here is a man who was literally sub- submitted to the most extreme circumstances I think anyone has ever been through um, or up there. And as you read the pages of the book, he basically gives his account as a survivor and the perspective of the pain and the suffering that he went through during it. I mean, he lost his brother, his wife, his dad. They were all um, yeah, they were North, killed North of Germany yeah yeah during the Holocaust, and so in light of talking about choice, these words from him following that experience and surviving that are seriously impactful. Um, And the quote is that everything can be taken from a man, but the last of human freedoms. And that's to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. So there's lots of quotes from this book. It's it's very heavy. Yeah. Just say, say it one more time. Say it one more time. Really slowly. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing or woman. Um, the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. So he there is talking about, he also goes on, there's another quote, which is basically says between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. Wow. (laughs) In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Wow. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> They're the words that I want to kick off this podcast with. Anyway.
1: Wow. Deep stuff. Yeah. Off the bat. Zach. Mm. So. So Indeed. yeah. I mean. Thoughts. Well, firstly, it's it's unbelievable to someone to go through an experience so horrific, and be able to say to himself, you know what, this is a a life defining moment for me to capture the experience in my head so that I can write about it and leave it for the world to digest. Yeah. And that's what he got to. Mm-hmm. He got to a point of saying, this is my chance to leave something for others to follow. Mm-hmm. The, 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 horrific nature of the crimes and the death that, that, that took place, um, losing family, losing friends, just the whole experience enabled him to say, I've got to, to serve. And yep. and make meaning out of this horrific mm-hmm. circumstance, and when you do that, it was it, it, it leads you into a different realm. Mm-hmm. And um, and he he did say in his book there are people who are stronger than him, are people who were um, at, you know, you know, could could cope with with the circumstances better than him. But he had more meaning; he had a reason to survive it. Yeah. And
0: the if quote he, the quote to follow that is: "Suffering ceases to be suffering." At the moment, it finds meaning. Yeah. And so his meaning was to be able to survive it in order to recount these experiences, knowing that it would be powerful. Yeah.
1: And why it's so incredibly um, um, foundational to who you are as a human being is that when you find a meaning bigger than yourself, when you serve in a greater cause, your nervousness, your um, self-absorption, all dissipates, just goes away. So we all we all should be invited to take a greater choice in what we do and how we do it. Yep. And it has to be really for a bigger meaning than just yourself. And if you do get to that point, then you your success or your ability to make good decisions under stress, your ability to be free to express yourself goes up. What yeah. do you think?
0: Freedom to express yourself yeah. in all areas. So under stress, you're saying yeah. you, you, you can become aware that you have the choice to choose your attitude yeah. and that allows you to be free.
1: 100%. And I know when I look at my professional sporting experience, playing in the, the cricket in the second team and being able to swing the ball and do really well mm-hmm. and have rhythm and then go up to the first team and that ability to swing the ball and have rhythm starts to go. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm making choices that, I, that I'm unaware of, but I'm still making those choices, yeah. and it's affecting the way the ball comes out of my hand mm-hmm. and my ability to influence the game. So the coaches would say, "We we don't understand this." He's getting loads of wickets playing in the second team. He gets into the first team, and he doesn't. The ball doesn't swing. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't do the same thing.
0: And coming from my experience with like in um, martial arts and looking at fighting. Um, I'm just excited because there was a massive card announced this morning, but within boxes, there's a lot of boxes and I've heard people say that they can be found to be incredible in the gym, but then when the show lights come out and it's time to perform in the ring, they just can't replicate it. Yeah. I'm just saying it's largely down to choosing to view it as.
1: Yeah. Well, well things change. So just like um, a cricket, example, yeah, cricket or when you work with any athlete, when they get to the, the, the arena and they have to perform, there's increased stress. And it's your ability to know how to, to cope with the emotions that are are, are flooding your body, your system yeah. at that moment. And it's the ability to to accept those emotions because the stress won't go away. It'll always be there when you're performing. Yep. The question is, can you tolerate them? Can you accept them? Can you work with them as your friend mm-hmm. or do you push them away? So when I played cricket in the first team, I pushed my stress away when I when I played in the second team, I embraced it. Yeah. So the idea is now I try and help athletes to to understand their blind spot in choice terms, mm-hmm. and have a look at where what they're blind to in the way they go about their stuff, their work.
0: Wow, well, but it's not just their work, and it's their lives, right? Because if you can apply it within your sports setting, you can apply it in general. And I'm eager to not make this entirely around sport uh, examples, um, and that's why quoting Victor. Uh, who survived probably one one thing that is hard to it's hard Hard to as i read the book and i don't want to give you can't give it away it's just such an impactful book regardless but as i read it and really digested the words it's really 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 hard to read that and view anything that's happening in your life as actual stress because it's not just the physical and the emotional and the, the death and the things he's experiencing it's the way he articulates it. Yeah. The way he articulates it makes you so aware that we do as humans possess the ability to choose our attitude.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's the one thing. It's the first thing I look for in, any, in anybody mm-hmm. in doing what you do, what, whatever it is, yeah, that's whatever level, how willing and committed are you to look at your choices? Mm-hmm. And how much do you say, I can't, I've got no choice here. And how much do you say I've got a hundred percent choice? Where do you sit on that spectrum when you ask yourself that question? And we all need to ask ourselves that, that question.
0: It's a good area of sight. It's a good because area it, because, but my, 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 it's almost a blessing and a curse because once you, once you visit that, <laughs> that realm of, of, um of simply looking at your choices and realize that you have, have the responsibility, it's, it, it's difficult to entertain somebody in certain conversations that feel further f- from understanding that you actually can choose, you're choosing your, your actions here. Yeah. And that's, that's his, what he's talking about there is stimulus and response yeah. and the freedom lies in the choice following the stimulus. So Something it's so powerful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and the sim- yeah. stimulus being anything that could happen to you. Yeah. So, you know,
1: the thing about it is if you, if the way I, I interpret that, that, that statement Go on. is the stimulus could be either fear or joy. Now, if it's joy, we tend to say we have a hundred percent choice. So if we're going on holiday and we're packing our beach towels and we're feeling great, everything's flowing. Yeah. Everything's (laughs) good. Um, There's no problem. But if it's fear and particularly fear that's unseen, we then start to limit our attitude towards choice. Well, this hasn't, this has happened. This is in my way. This is a barrier there. This is bad. And those all do exist but it's how we process the fear of the barriers and, and restriction in life and attitudes of others and what makes us, what gives us our mood on a day-to-day, whoever, whatever you're doing in life, whether you're a student, whether you're a business person, whether you're uh, you, you know, a mum, whatever your life is, how much does fear impact your choices? And the stimulus response and what you do in the middle is all about being more aware that we have more control than we, we give ourselves credit for um, in terms of the choices we make in life. Yeah. And you've got to see fear as an opportunity. Um, and I know it, in my work with, with, with sports people at the highest level, mm-hmm. it's all about using fear as an opportunity to, to Im- impact the world. Not just yourself, but be mm-hmm. much more amb- ambassadorial about who you are. Find a bigger
0: meaning, yeah.
1: Yeah, what you're doing, why you're doing it. And we all owe it to ourselves to find a bigger reason, mm-hmm. particularly in the current climate. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, that's interesting how that kind of ties into, I've had some good chats since putting out some more content uh, following our last podcast on leadership and talking about um, the choices. Uh, again, it's, it's choice, like talking about not surrounding yourself by negative people got some great feedback in terms of wow i've sat down to actually think about that and Mm. i really enjoyed hearing what you had to say yeah um and again that's that comes down to choices so you you can interpret the stimulus of negative feedback and negative impact on you and you, you can either choose to how you deal with it it's your yeah it's your choice yeah
1: uh, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a great point but it's a daily
0: thing isn't it this it is, is why this yeah. is what i'm just thinking is it's, this is why i wanted to talk about it and i've not been able to do this again for the, another week mm. um because it's something that just like training mm. for me you have to regularly reflect on your choices every day because we're in such conditioned environments um and this is what was really fascinating about studying the degree looking at um what can in different areas of psychology what really actually influences your behaviour, yeah, and what negates any willpower that you might have for certain choices?
1: Yeah, well, I yeah, I look at choice in terms of fear and joy. To be simple quite. as that. Yeah, because I think when we're in joy, in joy, mode, we make generally we make better decisions and good choices because we're joyful. We're we're free, mm-hmm. and when we're free, we're not processing what life presents us with fear but given the current circumstance and where we're at with 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 society you know post the lockdown post um the virus you know there's a lot more fear around and that fear makes limits our choices whether we know it or not it it stops us processing exactly how to deal with fear and so what i would say is we need to know that if we're not making if we're if we're questioning a choice that we're making in our life, then we know there's fear present in our thinking. So I don't know whether you are, you think, give me an example of um, a decision you need to make or a choice you need to make. Maybe this challenge that you're doing All right, Yeah. at the moment.
0: Yeah. Oh, daily choices. Yeah. yeah. So, um. Yeah. So, well, I've only just filled you in since you got back, but the first of July came around. And um, I saw the Iron Wolf, who you know. Yeah. Because back at the beginning of lockdown, I found his videos. Uh, He's a military man out in America, and he just does, he posts his Navy um, SEAL type conditioning routines, which are largely just burpee routines and variations. And on the first, he posted a challenge to his Instagram, which is for the month of July, um, either 100, 200, 300, or 500 burpees every day, Um, no sugar no alcohol yeah that's just extreme and so it came off my phone and i i know that how um it wasn't necessarily the burpees that intrigued me because i've chosen to do 200 in and amongst my regular training um, routine at the minute yeah but it was mainly the no sugar less and the alcohol but less to an extent but the sugar because i was like you know what i just was like let me decide to do that and um put it on my instagram and i got I put a response saying 10 people. If you want to join me, I'll do the full challenge. Though I feel like I would have probably done it, done it anyway. And it was great. I got 10 people. we got a group and we're posting in it. It's now day five. I've done, I split them today. Yeah. Did a hundred this morning. I'm doing a hundred this evening. Um, and they've been tough, but really and truly again, it's, it's making me aware of the choices that I make. Mm. So like the biggest thing has been after food, after dinner, I'm just (sighs) craving the dessert, like the sweet, yeah, (laughs) the sweet fix. Um, and the thing as well is there's no there's no real implications. Um we've not set like between us. It's a complete mixed ability as well with the group. It's just ten people on my in my story that wanted to get involved in. It's been incredible to see their dedication so far. So we're gonna support each other. But yeah, great. what's interesting is what was I gonna say? Um the choices I've lost my trail of thought. That's
1: okay. I mean look
0: Oh wait, I was gonna say about the committing to the challenge. Yeah. There's no punishment for failing it or yeah. missing a day. Yeah. So, it, and the reason I like that is because it's really simply exposing your choice. If I, if I eat some sugar or have a drink, cause I've already been caught up with some mates the other day, which was great. They were all drinking and I was like, I can't. And um, it's great because it's really empowering my own self, take it a step further and learn more about where my mindset's at and how much um, self-control kind of have.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's a blessing. It's really Really helpful, not mm. to punish.
0: Yourself. Interesting, yeah.
1: Really helpful because what that allows you to do is it—it it just basically reduces stress when you don't punish. So, you, mm. so it's a really good thing to do, and it so, so increases your ability to make even more positive choices in the future, right? Yeah, because there's no cons- negative consequence mm-hmm. for not achieving it. So it actually think, makes you think I can do anything. I'm limitless yeah and that's kind of we get restricted and we get beaten down into our belief system, not allowing us to say we can do anything you want to do so when when I look at willingness and commitment when I'm speaking to anybody, it does give me an indication of how much fear they they've got and how much negative impact is is playing in their life because if they're not committed, then you know that negativity is close by.
0: If they're not committed to addressing a, pro- a problem you want to bring up well, or, or consult, to, just talking with no, you.
1: No, with choice, with just choice. What are you doing today? Um, I'm going swimming today and I'm going to s- swim 50 lengths. And um, let's say that was their their goal and they only swim 25 lengths. Right, right. And then they don't go back the next day for the next 50 lengths. They're demotivated mm. because they've the stress of not completing them has stopped them. So they make a different t- choice as right. a result of it so that's an example of not being committed mm-hmm. so what you're looking for is people to be open and committed to what they do because if you're doing something know that, like you said the consequence of not doing the burpees or drinking alcohol or taking sugar yeah um there is no consequence it's just this is what i'm, I'm trying to grow through yeah.
0: this experience well there isn't in so far as you're letting yourself down and you're not staying committed to the to the goal that you the, yeah. the target you said you're going to stick to, yeah. So that is that as in my point by saying there's no so consequences.
1: That's a bit of a punishment. Then
0: it's it's a hundred percent. But the thing is, it's not necessarily um, a punishment because it's not external. It's only my own internal yeah. disappointment. Yeah. So for example, I'm not like you know having to do a forfeit or something that's socially because we're socially accountable now. That's the great thing about Instagram. That's the great thing about reaching out to people, getting them in a group.
1: Yeah. But what I would say, Zach is it's
0: harmful
1: to feel disappointed for any length of time in Mm. it. Let's say you had some sugar or you, you had a beer the other night with your friends then, and and then you were self-critical. I'd say that's a problem because that impacts your ability to make good, positive future decisions, choices, um, about other potential challenges because you're giving yourself I just, an not I don't, an, an I don't think I agree. Okay, go on. because
0: if let's say I went out when I went around um, to my mates the other day, and I did, I was like, you know what, I can't be asked for this challenge. Let me just in the moment, yeah, drink, had a great night, get home, wake up the next day, and then be like, ah, oh. I think had that that happened, that's the stimulus, and my choice would be how to view that, and I would I would then look what environment did I put myself in that led to me to feel like this yeah I, and I, I wouldn't be going back around there again <laughs> yeah but <laughs> no. yeah but um, i
1: agree with you but but i would say so the disappointment is critical cons- I, I don't i agree i think that is self-critical i think what it should be is yes i'm disappointed that i do i've i've had a beer but do you know what in the grand scheme of things i'm still pursuing this challenge yeah and actually by having a beer what's the learning of not sticking to the choice of no alcohol what's the learning correct
0: it. yeah but this is the stage i'm i feel like i'm at that's going to be good learning for certain people maybe yeah. in the group but i won't fail this challenge because the the it's reason about it's not succeed, i know i know or i know but i as in i know just just bear with me right okay. i'm i'm going to stick to this challenge for the reason that the guy that inspired me to do it comes from a very um from, is, a, is literally a military um soldier who is in a system where you have to do you're given X, you do X, and that's the only way. Yeah. And so the reason I'm eager to do this is because we're in society on my Instagram feed. There's no one else coming with that black or whiteness to physical execution yeah. of a skill. And he talks about um, the execution of excellence. Yeah. I just love yeah. it. Right that's from the good. form of the technique, he says, your first rep should look like your last rep. Yeah. Actually, it hasn't happened yet but I, I tried to but the point being is for me this challenge is that now is i've done loads of challenges before but the sugar the thing on top of each other and at the end of july when i want to go out eventually when lockdown a seat finishes more it's just an experience to put these concepts into um yeah. to play and i think it's healthy to do that it's training it yeah these concepts we talk about at the beginning victor frankel you know the holocaust surviving it that level of pain and i'm just relating it to a yeah. example yeah. but what it's doing is the wider implications of teaching myself about the choices that i make yeah. what do you think yeah i think that's a great reflection it's great learning it's i mean put it in
1: perspective what's the big deal in, in going a month without alcohol and sugar i know when you consider what he went through in a concentration camp um
0: or but, or, I, or i thought yeah. the other day when i watched our, our um the last episode back yeah which is weird what you listen to it back but you mentioned Nelson Mandela and you think about the 27 years that this man was, was incarcerated because of his principles and his beliefs. And you think a month. Yeah.
1: It's just, yeah,
0: it's nothing. nothing.
1: But what it does, it's going to shine a light on the potential fears. So Mm. when you went round to your friends and they're all having a drink and you're not having a drink, I bet you, you're in a position. I bet, I bet you felt pretty awkward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I Well, yeah, I did.
1: And yeah. how did you cope with that feeling?
0: I that remember pressure, why I started that, it. That and pressure. It wasn't, I didn't feel pressurised. I just right. felt, but I don't mind feeling, um, you know. The odd one out. The odd one out. I, I look to be, to do that because, you know, but, but I, I'm not, I'm not coming. This is now sounding like I'm gassing myself up. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get gas yourself up, read, uh, w- w- watch his stuff, the um, the other guy, because he's uh, the Iron Wolf. He's on another level, but I want to keep it back. Let's go back to, um, to wrap this up, or in a sense, I feel like we don't have to, but in terms of covering off choice, um, how else, what other lessons, life lessons, have you learned in and around these concepts from your practical experience of years of dealing with asking people to look at the choices that they make and it's the fact their responsibility to, yeah. to lead their life. What kind of feedback do you get? What kind of um response do you get? All and- all kinds of responses. I think <clears throat> Firstly, people,
1: people at the elite level who are trying to do something at standard totally get it.
0: Yeah. So Let's talk about the average pe- people. Yeah.
1: Um, well, no, but there are, pe- there are people in the normal distribution, normal part yeah. of life yeah. that find it challenging because when you say how much choice have you got as a percentage, rarely people say 100%. Mm. You know, but but what Viktor Frankl is saying is that we've got much more choice we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. And we owe it to ourselves to be a bit bolder about what we want in life. What are our dreams? What can we achieve? What choices can we make? Mm. And and we, you know, we all you know make the choices that aren't exactly uh you know perfect, but it's it's how you learn from the choices that are poor. And yeah. and and that requires openness to look at your choices to look at your bad choices to look at your good choices and be appreciative of both of them because it isn't about good or bad or and 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 demonizing yourself and being critical of self when you've made a bad choice it's about trying to grow out of a bad choice Mm. and find out the learnings because you only learn through the mistakes and through those bad choices but more importantly the openness allows you to look at why you made that choice in the first place so you need to make some time for reflection and think about what were the circumstances that led me to that decision yep. and how can i learn from that and grow from it particularly if it's a bad choice mm-hmm. and then what do i want to achieve out of life if 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 you're living in a world where it's limitless you can do anything you want to do what do you want to do yeah and how do you want to do it what are your choices about how you speak to people, how you build um, friendships, how you work, how you in interact, um, you know, how you do just live your life, how you do you get out of bed and make your bed up. What do you do? You know, how do you how do you literally go about living your life and do you view what you do and take a bit of time? So, you know, the, the, the takeaway is what can you do to reflect and look at choices? And how open are you to look at things that are uncomfortable? And I call that your uncomfortable truths.
0: You know? Yeah. Which we spoke about last yeah. episode. So. Wow. Does that, that make sense? That, that does. I, I feel like I, I'm excited to post this, publish this, edit it, and then listen to that back. Yeah. Because it's very, it's very simple, but it's very profound. Yeah. Just um, actually taking it upon yourself to regularly reflect more. Yeah. In that way hundred percent and i think consistency comes out
1: of reflection Mm. so are you one of the first questions to ask anybody is are you taking time to reflect Mm -hmm. about what you do and how you do it if you are
0: why don't why don't we quickly um just to finish up why don't we touch on like meditation and reflection because you say that a lot of people are going to go all right i need to set aside this time in my day to reflect and do that because that's kind of common common school of thought amongst psychologists and people that are big into reflective practitioners Mm -hmm. etc but your stance on it is different from my experience of talking to you about it so for example if i was to say so do you meditate when do you get your time for reflection and what would you Uh, say
1: yeah i don't i don't specifically meditate and pick a time to go through a protocol of meditation Mm. um that's not that's not how I define reflection. I define reflection where, uh, you know, but by I'm um, looking at how much time do you take to have stillness, have no sound, no music, no conversations, maybe a brief walk. yeah, And that walk is dedicated to thinking about what's happened in your life mm-hmm. at that moment or what things are going on. So how much time do you make for yourself just to think about things? Yeah. So it can happening? be
0: doing another you do it doing another activity. Yeah. So
1: I play a lot of golf. Yeah. And I I enjoy playing golf mm-hmm. um um on my own at times, just so I can get that reflection. Yeah. Because it's quite nice to just walk the course and think about what's been happening in my life yeah. and what I need to do, what what when what what worked, what what didn't work with Mm -hmm. work, you know, what are the issues that are coming up and how am I handling things? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good thing to do. And, and when you, you don't have any target for the time, you just want to say, well, where's my thinking going to go? It's very interesting to see what comes out, what comes of it. And that's a really good process. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you do that, things come to the surface and you can unravel them. It can lead to further discussion um, you ask yourself some other important questions and it makes you more of a consistent person and consistency is key because everyone can do what they do, but can you do it when you're stressed? Mm-hmm.
0: It's a good question. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I don't, I do actually spend some time in meditation, but I'll, I'll do a lot of it through movement as well, You yeah. can get into another time. So like when I'm training yeah, I think in between that's... sets and stuff, but I it's want to brilliant. keep it here because of the the nature of um, fitting it into a half an hour slot. It's been great to talk, Dad. Yeah, and uh, right. we'll be back again soon. But I think it's a powerful episode for people to rewatch, yeah, listen to, and take in what Victor said, take in our words, Just summarize it, and again. enjoy. I can't do that because okay. we're out of time. Okay, but um, for today, but it's been great. Yeah, Enjoyed good the chat. stuff. Cheers.